Tagala. Blog Talk Radio. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for Saturday, March the 14th, 2009. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host for this evening is Brother Blondie. Today, there is a very special guest that is in my living room this day to speak on issues of a tragedy that happened in West Virginia. Her name is Megan Williams, and it's about the twisted truth on what has happened to her of being tortured, raped, and kidnapped, and also how Sister Namara Siegel, uh, a strong black woman who raised five daughters, took this young lady in and cared for her. Namara Seagull is a is a member of the Black Panthers. Did I say that right? And today we're going to talk about this issue. And I also want to state that I am very sorry for all you listeners out there that normally tune in to the Lordy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show to say I apologize for the delay of the shows for the recent weeks that I was not able to get on the show due to technical problems and computer issues. But now that they have been fixed, we are up and ready to go. So if you have comments and questions for this particular segment, please call for a 347-884-8684 and give your comments and also give you give us our, your ratings and any other issues that you may want to talk about. You can address those things at brotherblondie at hotmail.com or at www.familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. We will be right back.
Lardy Miss Claudie Blog Talk Radio Show. We always like to relive the 70s at some point. Those are the sounds of earth, wind, and fire. Oh, yeah. And mighty, mighty. <laughs> you had to learn how to do those rerun type dances oh, yeah. if you wanted to do that on Soul that Train. That was Earl Flynn back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, welcome back to uh, uh, Lardy Miss Claudie Blog Talk uh, Radio Show. Uh, I am your co-host, uh, uh, Brother Blondie, and uh, it is an honor and a privilege to uh, have a woman like uh, Megan Williams, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy. Oh, yeah. Who I, I, I will say right now, I don't see her as a victim. I, I see her as a uh, su- survivor. That's I mean, right, an uh, overcomer. Uh, what's that uh, song with uh, Young Jeezy and Akon, so, uh, so Surviving? <laughs> I know that's Beyonce, right. Beyonce, Destiny's Child, I, I, I'm a survivor. Mm-hmm. You, you know and, you know, about. absolutely, you know, I think that every young woman needs to uh, tune in to something like this in order to know what to do to protect yourself from being victimized by any abuses done by any other person. You know, I think that uh, for, for, for this young lady to have the courage to come forth and to tell a story, you know, that would probably heal a lot of young women that might have been through something of an ordeal like this. So I truly am uh, honored to have you also, Megan. Would you please say to the people hello and let them know that you are on to tell your story. Lordy, Miss Clardy, uh-huh. And for you, Miss Namara, tell everybody on the Lordy, Miss Clardy blog talk show that is listening Tell them a shout-out and let them know that you are alive and well as well. You can say, Lardy, Miss Clardy. Well, thank you very, very much for uh, giving that shout-out, and you too, Megan. And again, you know, I am going to come off with some news before we get into the program on what has happened to this young lady. I would like to uh, give some news of what's going on right here in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm coming from what is written from the WBNS 10 TV on, that was on Friday, March the 13th, uh, about a restaurant worker shot killed during a robbery. And the police were searching for three armed men who say they shot, uh, they shot and killed a restaurant worker on uh, Thursday night. And the men entered Empton Restaurant located at 4191 Cleveland Avenue, south of Morse Road, about 10, 10 p.m., and... Um, the investigators said the men demanded money and robbed two customers who were inside. And so, you know, if you want more update on that, 
you can contact, you know, 10TV News and or 10TV.com for more information. Back to you, Brother Blondie. Well, on the uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad you read that story. The sad part about that uh, story of Lardy Miss Clardy that I want to add to that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, victim is a 38-year-old. Dodd Osman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who had multiple he, times in the, uh, who was shot multiple times in his upper body. You know, the sad part about that, Lardy Miss Clardy, he, he, uh, he only worked there a week. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, these, these, these homicides, you, you know, play in a huge part, uh, Lardy, Miss Clardy, to what we've been talking about from day one, the mortgage crisis. Yes, yes. The, the, the economy. We, we, we already spoke about this. Did, didn't we say this is coming? Of course. We, we sure we, uh, did, absolutely. Uh, saw this, uh, coming. But, I got some national news that will turn Megan Williams' stomach upside down. But before we we go into that, I want to say that the gentleman that was shot multiple times, he had died at the Ohio State University Medical Center. So, you know, I think that people need to know what the status is on this particular uh, news. he, he also leaves behind Lardy Miss Clardy, a wife yes. and five kids ages five months to yes. five years. Yes, now you know that's a tragedy that they have to go through that, you know. It's a shame. Uh, yes, uh, on on the local news, and this uh, uh, plays a part to what we're going to be talking about tonight, two Arizona teenage uh, girls, uh, uh, let, let, let's see, Tatiana Ty and Jasmine fin, uh, Finley were both indicted by a grand jury at Maricopa uh, County, Arizona, for pimping other girls. They were involved with a uh, charge with one count of child prostitution, three counts of pandering, or serving as go-between or liaison for sexual purposes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. you, uh, you 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 want to talk about uh, human trafficking, sexual assault, and all those type things? Yes. It is no longer a male-dominating type business. Absolutely. Uh, women are starting to cash in too. Now, I spoke with Marlene Carson about this when when I had her on uh, on the show back on. Uh, uh, January 13th, mm-hmm. and and you when when I asked her about this, well, how often you seeing more and more female pimps and females dom, uh, dominating the uh, uh, sex slave trade, and and you know she she said it's on the rise, and it uh, you, you definitely that shows. I mean, you you want to talk about Heidi Fleiss, uh wannabes? Oh, most and, definitely. And, and that story like that. and that story comes from uh, uh, CNN.com. And one more quick uh, story uh, from BEP.com. You know, FBI Operation Cross County NAB, 50 pimps take 45 child prostitutes into custody. Custody. And this happened in the cities of of D.C., Atlanta, Boston, Anchorage, Cleveland, Birmingham, uh, 
Miami, Charlotte, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Houston, Jackson, Mississippi, Jacksonville, Florida, Las Vegas, L.A., Miami, Minneapolis, Oakland, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, and Toledo. You know, that goes to show when we talk about victimization and people being lied to, and then becoming victimized by that, people, you know, it is really important, you know, to stay up on the events that's happening, you know, to our, to our women and to our children and to our young women and young men because, you know, this is happening across the board. And, you know, uh, you know this is to let you know that we need to be up on our game more than what we have been in order to put a stammer on those that are out there like the pimps and, and all them robberies and shootings and those various of issues that are out there that are robbing our children and our families from having a peaceful, uh, fearful, uh, fearless life to live, you know, in our, in our cities. What do you think about that, Brother Blondie? I mean, you... I mean, obviously, what I just uh, told you from BET.com shows a, shows a nationwide epidemic. Yes, it is. Actually, a worldwide epidemic. Absolutely. I mean, all these, all, all these foreign countries, uh, 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 forced prostitution, uh, uh, you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. Yes, it I mean, is. Uh, uh, you, if you if you want to get techno, I I think arranged marriages uh, is <laughs> now is, that's a is sort of a, for real. Uh, uh, pro- uh, prostitution and uh, all that stuff. Uh, male made bride. Okay. You, you a male made bride? <laughs> what is 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 he going to come into a box or something? I got to open it up and possibly you uh, never know. There's uh, a prize. Possibly, possibly, but. I, I, I want to make one more very important statement, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Wendy, and I've been waiting three years to uh, uh, say this. I, I have to say this. Last Saturday, last weekend, was the Arnold Classic in downtown Columbus. Yes. And my question is to the Columbus area Crips, how come for the third consecutive year you did nothing to go down there and protest the Arnold Classic. Now, this is a man who killed one of your own members, Whoa. Dan Tukey Williams, yes. the, the man who was executed on Tuesday, December 12, 2005, by California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, it, doesn't the governor, <laughs> ain't he the one with the final say-so Absolutely. on whether or not a death row inmate should live or die? Absolutely, that's right. Absolutely. Now, the point I'm making is you out here on the streets picking on uh, folks that does nothing to you, that does you no harm, that shows you no disrespect, that did no harm to one of your members. But yet, a man we all know killed a crip, we all know killed one of your own, goes down there to Columbus every single first week in the march, and y'all don't even say nothing. All, all I'm saying is, voice your, your opinion on, on that. Don't be mad at us. If you're going to be angry at somebody, be angry at Arnold. 
He's the one that killed one of your own, brother, not me. All right. Well, you heard it firsthand from the co-host, Brother Blondie. Now, getting back to the subject at hand about Megan Williams and this tragic story that has happened to her of being raped, tortured, and then captured. You know, I think that that's a, that's a, that's a story worth listening to. And I also want to put out a parental discretion advisory for those that are too young to listen. Parents, if they are listening, you know, and they're under the age of 12, you know, put them somewhere where, you know, there can be mature audience to listen to this particular story. And we will uh, convene this story by introducing once again Megan Williams, and Namara, who is the uh, parent of this young lady that took her in and to help her. And again, Namara is from the uh, Black Panthers. She's a member of the Black Panthers. And also I want to state that they are also going to be on the Kahari show. Am I right, Brother Blondie? Uh, uh, Tyrone Thomas, uh, the day one member of uh, uh of the Black Anti-Defamation Council will mm-hmm. make an announcement yes. on uh, 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 Straight, uh, Straight Talk Live on Magic 98.9. He, he will announce that there will be a Black Anti-Defamation Council meeting tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock at 899 East Broad Street in Columbus, Ohio, on the corner of Broad and 18th. You will meet Megan Williams yes. and uh, Sister uh, N- Namara Segal personally, as you hear them uh, give their story in the person, you, you, you know, uh, come out, you know, give a warm welcome, uh, applause, you know, show this, uh, show these two brave ladies that we care yes. and we're willing to uh, help them uh, any which way we can. Yes, yes, thank you, Brother Blondie. That's excellent. That's excellent information. Now, I want to get to talk with you, Ms. Namara Seagal, um, about, you know, this, this, this story, this testimony, because it is a testimony for all young women that are out there. Can you, can you start by uh, giving, you know, your, your, your beginning of what has happened? How did you come to become involved in this, in, in this young lady's life? Mhm. We're listening. Make sure I don't take no pictures and watch her. That's what I've done. Now go back over that and repeat 
you know, the beginning of that again because uh, we did not have you on speaker to be able to speak. So repeat that again to make sure that the listeners are hearing what it is that we are talking about, about how your involvement became with this, with, with uh, Megan Williams. Well, I heard about Megan Williams in Columbus, Ohio. It's nationwide. Uh, so I went to Urban League. They charged $10 to get on the bus to go down there. So I went down there, suited and booted. A Black Panther member had placed Megan Williams by me. So I asked her for her phone number, and Carmen Williams gave me the phone number and the address to mm-hmm. Megan Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, um, Megan Williams, I want you to uh, to tell your story um, of what has happened to you. And uh, don't... You know, don't be afraid to talk, and if it is graphic, it's just graphic. But, you know, we want to get to the point of, you know, the people or the young, the listeners or and the young women uh, that may go through this thing, they need to hear this and to show them how strong you were to be an overcomer and, as Brother Blondie has stated, an, a, a survivor. Well, the person I was living with my adoptive foster mother, Carmen Williams, D. Bobby Brewster, and that's how I met her, through through Carmen. Mm-hmm. And she abused me every day and would call me out my name and would just, you know, drink from the time she got up from the time she goes to bed. And, you know, just she would leave bruises on me, and I had to go to school with bruises on me. Mm-hmm. And the cops would... Um, ask her what was going on, she would deny and she had two other kids besides me staying there in that house. And, you know, I'm just afraid that she might do the same thing she did to me. Mm-hmm. And she had called Bobby Brewster over to the house, mm-hmm. and I was upstairs cleaning my room when I came back down steps from cleaning my room. I saw him on the couch sitting, and I had walked outside, came back in, that's when him and her was talking or whatever, and... I don't know what they were talking about, and next thing I know that she had told me to leave the door unlocked, and she would, um, she was going somewhere. She told me to leave the door unlocked, so her and Bobby Brewster had left. They were gone for at least a while, to, uh, one or two hours, and he came back with three other people in the car, mm-hmm. and I don't know where Carmen Williams was, and the three that came back with him was George, Alicia, and Karen. Mm-hmm. George Messer's last name, I mean, George's last name was Messer. Alicia's last name was Burton, and Karen's last name was Burton also. Did you, did you, uh, did you know the gentleman that, that, that had pursued you in the way that he did? Yes. What was this gentleman's name? Bobby Brewster. Oh, and um, was he was he a friend or... Or acquaintance? What? It was so so. Um, a little just someone you know. Just someone you know. Yes. Okay. Um, um. it was Carmen had knew him, and you know she um she she's a crackhead. She's always smoking crack. You know um had me stealing for her every day. Um, she, she had um stole. She made me prostitute my money and uh, prostitute my body and everything. Oh wow! Now, how did that come about? Why? why how was she able to um, 
to get you to do such acts? What did she say that could have given you the, the you know, to go out there and do such acts? What did she say? How did she trick you into that? Well, um, the people were sending me some money, and she made me go and cash my checks and give them to her. Mm-hmm. And then she made me go prostitute for her, and she told me that if I didn't make the right amount of money and bring it back to her, that she would threaten to do body harm to me. Like she, what does she threaten to kill me? Oh, so it was a threat. Yes. Okay. And I, I suppose you were just afraid. What well, did that surprise you that she was acting that way towards you? I mean, she was just, you know, out of her mind. I don't. I mean, every day she would just get up and, you know. Go get crack and everything. Wow. Well, you know. Um, well, continue I, to tell. Continue to tell the story. We want to hear it. Well, I. I mean, it's hard to even talk about it. That's okay, and that's okay because you are reliving, you know, a a tragic thing that has happened to you. But in order for you know the listeners to understand, and people that might have been victimized the same way, your story is important and that you have that confidence to tell it. And even though that it is hurting you, but it's best to talk about it because that's going to be your healing. Go ahead, baby. It's going to be all right. Well, um, I, she um, had adopted me and my sister. I was 14 at the time. And when I first met her, I thought she was a nice person or whatever. Then I got to know her, and then that's when she started beating on me and stuff, and I didn't know what was going on. Um, you you know, Megan, uh, how did the abuse uh, that you went through affect your education? Um, well, I really can't. I don't know. Um, I can't explain it, but. That's all right, sweetie. I mean, uh, for, for, uh, first of all, uh, Sister Namara, I want to be the first to congratulate you oh, most definitely. on uh, uh, coming to the uh, rescue. I mean, you followed the number one rule of Lardy Miss Clardy's Families and Victims of Frauds playbook. You stood up, you spoke up, and you spoke out. Absolutely. To to help uh, Megan Williams. Uh, what you 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 know you you heard the story and yes you did fundraise, but what just prompted you? What what was the thing that touched your heart about Megan Williams? Because when I look at Megan Williams, I thought I thought to say that's me right there. It could have been me. It could have been one of my daughters. Yes. yes. I got I got five daughters, and I got five daughters. I got one grandbaby out of five girls, and that's very rare. So it yes. means all them but pain, hurt, um, a lot of flashbacks. How my mom done me and and my kids, and how my mom done me when I was younger. Mhm. I remember after trash came, I was five years old. I was in street when I was thirteen years old, and lost of came back to me, and I see Megan, and I knew. Something went right with the story, and not only me saving Megan Williams from being abused and tortured and whatever, I saved her sister Shayla Williams also from being abused 
that's beautiful. Why I got Sailor Williams, she was seven months pregnant. Yes. And she was scratching and stuff, and I was around Karma, and Karma said, stop scratching, you retarded bitch. Mm. And I, like, said to myself, I was going to say to her, so our Carmen when we go come to Ohio. Yes. Yeah. And I brought Megan and Shayla with me because her husband, Matthew Williams, called the police on me. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow he got some out of town. I want to guess out of town. I want to leave his house. Called the police on me. So Carmen told Megan and Shayla to pack up because Carmen and Matthew got an argument. Oh, boy. So, came, so they came to come to Ohio. So Megan had to go back to West Virginia. So it was like four, three or four days later I took them back. And Shayla Williams said, can I come to come and hide with you? I said, I don't care. I got five daughters. One more, it'll make no difference to me. Mm-hmm. So when I took my about making Shayla back to come and hide with me, I took to the health department. I took to parenting class. I took to net care to get out some counseling, got out some medication. Uh, she had a second baby in Columbus, Ohio. Um, when I took to the health department, she was scratching. I thought it was dry skin. Right. And to find out, she, she had scabies. And she had all kinds of yeast infections. Um, Sister Namara, uh, the legal question that I uh, want to ask you is uh, how how many uh, people were arrested for this heinous crime of Megan Williams? It was six arrested, but it should have been more. Uh, but so there was more? How many more was it? It was Carmen Williams and Matthew Williams do all about the whole ordeal. And Carmen Williams was, was told... That's the adopted parent. Yes, Carmen Williams' adopted mother, Megan Williams, Shayla Williams. She's telling people that um, Megan Williams got a call by, name, by a girl named Krista. Mm-hmm. And then she said Krista called to the hospital. Well, how can Krista call to the hospital? How can a girl named Krista pick Megan up when Megan got picked up in front of Carmen Williams' house? And she knew Bobby Brewster. So beware of adopted parents... Also, they for the money. They ain't for the people. Right. Uh, and, 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 you know, nine times out of ten, one of the obvious signs of out for, for the money is uh, a lot of times adopted parents, when they want to adopt, uh, they want to adopt, you know, an infant. Yeah. You, 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 uh, you, you know, I always see when they want to adopt a teenager, it's, uh, uh, you, you know, a pretty uh, big catch to to that, but uh, Sister Namara, I want you to name all six of the names that were uh, le- legally arrested and were legally charged. It was um, Karen, Karen Burton, mm-hmm. Bobby Brewster, mm-hmm. Frankie Brewster, Danny Combs, Gary Messer, Joy Messer. And Alicia Burton. Now, do you can you recall all their sentences? Um, I can't really recall, but I heard that one or two supposedly got released already. Wait a minute, two over over uh, raping a woman and uh, holding her captive for a week? My God! Yes, I heard that one or two got out. Most likely, Danny Combs got out. You gotta be kidding me, uh, Sister Namar. Yes, um, a friend of mine I uh, talked to told me that one or two got out, but he know for sure that one got out already because um, the time that they gave him a plea bargain. 
now, now I, I I see it's four men and two women that was uh, charged. No, it was three females and three males. Okay. One looked like a man. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it sounds like Linda. <laughs> but ne- uh, ne- never mind. Uh, you you know which one of those six that got the most time? Um, Frankie. And well, what did he get? It's a she. Oh, what what, what did she get? Uh, I can't recall, but I know she got over things like twenty five years or over. Oh, I can't recall. That's it, just twenty five years. Five years, that's it. Uh, and you know that goes on to say about the slap on the wrist thing that you was talking about. Yeah. On black on black crime. Right. Based on and versus the uh, black on white crime. Right. And where the you know blacks get. Uh, less time for doing things to or victimizing black people, yeah. and then if a black person victimizes a white person, they get life or yeah. maybe even a death penalty. And, yeah. and this is the case where the leader of this uh, uh, sexual assault, uh, forced prostitution, is is a woman. Uh, so. With all this and all this information, uh, Namara, that you're giving out about uh, Megan's foster uh, mom, why the hell hasn't she been prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law? Yeah, I want to know. I don't know why. Maybe because um, she had everybody um, tricked and fooled. She's a um, crackhead. Don't no jury or uh a uh, prosecutor or p- police believe anything a crackhead say. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. We talk about West Virginia, though. We talk about West Virginia because wow. Um, why did they uh, check? Um, do random check on the two girls that Carmen we just adopted? Make sure they okay. Look now, I know West Virginia is the hometown of Barney Fife, but are you telling me all of them Barney Fife up there the, the judicial system? Yeah, because um, I heard that her uh, her sister, um, Shayla Williams, had molested some kids in West Virginia and two of them in church, and the pastor didn't say anything about that, um, nothing. You you know what? I want to read this uh, article that, comes, that came from the Associated Press about the West Virginia woman speaks out about a torture, about torture ordeal, where they are saying here that prosecutors have backed off state hate crime charges saying they only carry uh, the maximum how many years uh, for maximum penalty and could complicate the case. Uh, They say, for one hate crime, strangers and Williams knew one of the suspects. She filed a charge uh, uh, against this gentleman uh, in July. And then Williams had... Has been has been advised not to discuss anything about her prior dealings, the more graphic details of her experience. But when Williams does detail her alleged torture, it comes in fits, horrifying of all that she allegedly endures, spill forth while she fidgets and frowns. You know, uh, and it says here that uh, Williams, who is Megan, that we're talking about says they braided some switches together and beat her across the back. And they tore her clothes off of her and, and everything. And then they took uh, took her up to where? Logan County. Yeah, to Logan County and said that the place they were going to cut her throat and throw her in where? Throw her in, throw her in where? We're, we're in the river. 
you know, now this is really a a, a serious a, a serious thing here, and to hear this, it is a a it, it, it's crazy. And far as I'm concerned, you know, for this to happen like this, I have to admit, you know, this is really harsh. It's really harsh. So, you know, as I'm sitting here reading this detailed information about what happened to Megan, it even touches me because just a simple rape that I went through is minute to compare to what this young lady has went through. And so it goes as far as where Megan's adoptive mother, Carmen Williams, said her daughter is not at full at full and easily trusted others. Uh, she's a little bit slow, and so it's kind of hard for her to comprehend sometimes. And saying that she played a big part in it, now you know that is a twisted issue coming from a mother that is statedly or reportedly and allegedly a crackhead. You know, that's a hurting thing for a, an adoptive parent. And how did she get this? How did she get this child, uh, you know, from what, children's services? You know, and, and, you know, and children's services allowed her to adopt this child in order for her to be also victimized by the adoptive parent that way? Uh, which, which leads me to this very important question about Carmen, uh, Sister Namar. Do you know if she can still adopt children? Uh, no, I think she can be adopted on children, but she got two boys um, right now that she um, got under her roof, so-called taking care of them. And what she's done to Megan and Shayla, she looks like she's going to do the same thing to them. I mean, you, you, I mean, you hear more and more of this. You know, I, I say this. I'm not being gender biased, but you know, the judicial system needs to start giving women stiffer punishment, uh, just as much equal punishment as men. Yes. When they commit sexual assault in the uh, right. Absolutely. But but see what what happens uh, though, Lardy Miss Party, and this plays a part to your media play uh, story. You you know whenever a female is a bad girl makes the news, you know the the, the media makes it glamorous. Like, yes. Like uh, uh, Nancy Grace and all them made it glamorous about Lindsay Lohan getting in trouble with the law and. And Paris Hilton and uh, uh, all these uh, all these other type type things. And one of the reasons why that I wanted to uh, uh, put Megan Williams on this uh, uh, show, uh, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, is because a lot of times from a uh, racial uh, standpoint, you know, when white women get raped, tortured, and uh, uh, murdered from, uh, uh, you, you you know, or held hostage for a week like Megan has gone through, that would have been in the news for for a year. Uh, you 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 know, and I uh, I don't think this story ever met ever made Nancy Grace because of the uh, major press of 
uh, Paris and Lindsay and Kaylee yeah. and all those uh, uh, other type things. So I I wanted to make sure, Lordy Miss Clardy, that uh, both Megan Williams' uh, uh, testimony and uh, Sister Namara's uh, run to the uh, rescue yes. as uh, proof that I don't want their story to be uh, sugar-coated or swept under the rug or buried. I agree with you. And before we go to a break here, Megan, I want to ask you, as I as I finish reading this article here, uh, as you would say on here every time, you close your eyes, all you see is that knife. And what has that done to you? Because what I'm what I'm seeing here is that you know you have been dealt with so viciously. You know it's it's only one can only imagine what every time you close your eyes and see that night. What do you see in that? Tell the tell the listeners what do you see when you close your knife or close your eyes and all you see is a knife. What were they doing to you? They were stabbing me. They just took turns stabbing me. I mean, it was horrible. I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to think. I thought I was going to die. I mean, I don't know. I can only imagine. As I said before, you know, getting raped and then going through something, you know, um, is definitely, um, you know, people, women that get raped, and some that get killed, and just to say that this young lady, uh, you know, uh, by the grace of God, was saved out of that to live to tell this story. And far as I'm concerned, you know, I think that the whole world should know about this and and, and know the truth about what's going on. And so back to you, uh, um, Sister Namara, you know, what truth do you want, you know, the hearers, you know, that listens to the Lardy Miss Clardy show, what do you want to say about it? Well, I'd like to say that the truth needs to be out and the truth to be said because a lot of things that supposedly happened to Megan Williams did not happen to Megan Williams. Um, the, the, Chris, the Crystal girl, well, no Crystal girl, mm-hmm. well, no, well, um, that um the eating the dog, the rat, the human feces, that was no oh, time. Uh, uh, that's a lie. Uh, my goodness. Oh, hot water pour on her, that was a lie. A gun put on her, that was a lie. I mean, it's a lot lying into the story. That's why I called it the twisted truth of Megan Williams. Yes. Yes, so, so correct the twisted truth. What happened? Even though that Megan is the one that could tell the story, but we know that she's choked up and going through, but, you know, to help, you know, the process, you know, where, where, where the people can understand the, the total truth about this, you know, give, give the truth. The truth is Carmen got a lot to do with it. Carmen Williams' adopted mother got a lot to do with what happened with Megan Williams. She's the reason why Megan Williams got stabbed and, and hair pulled out, hair cut, and raped and held for a week. But um, the other thing she told, Megan told me that Carmen said she told anybody what happened to her that she's going to kill Megan. Oh, my God. Now, and, 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 and to ask one last question before we go to break, what, was this because she was smoking crack or she made a deal to, to trade her daughter in 
before the crack? Was that what happened? Uh, you think that might have been it? It was like she wanted the money and she, and she got up to do a crack. She do, she do some crack. Right. And she said, Monty, we will get her $40,000 for school and a laptop. And Megan said the Carmen store took a laptop and gave it up for crack. Oh, my God. And took over, took all her money out the bank account, spent all Megan's money up. Megan had a penny, a shirt, food, hair done, nails done, nothing. All her money that she got from all over the world, she didn't see none of that money. Carmen spent all her money on alcohol, beer, and drugs. Well, at this particular moment, we will be right back to uh, get back to the story about the twisted truth of what has happened to uh, Megan Williams when she was beat, tortured, and raped. We will be right back.
1994. The name of the motion picture soundtrack was Above the Rim. Remember that movie with Tupac Shakur? And the name of the one-hit wonder band, Rhythm and Knowledge, with the song You Bring the Dog Out of Me. It is uh, uh, 10 minutes before 7, and uh, you know we're back uh, live. Hello, everybody. On the Lardy Miss Claudia Blog Talk Radio Show. Yes. Uh, with uh, with us, Lardy Miss Claudia, our uh, very important special guest, yes. uh, Soul Survivor Megan Williams, and the woman who rescued her, rescued her sister Namara Segal. Uh, this has been a deep show. Yes, it has. Uh, you 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 know we just got to continue to follow the families and victims of fraud game plan to stand up, speak up, and speak out. Absolutely. And uh, this is proof, uh, Lordy, Miss Clardy, that uh, your method is working. And I'm so glad about that because you can't be afraid to speak out about the things that happen to you, especially when there's no one else that will listen. You can get heard on the Lordy, Miss Clardy blog talk radio show. So as we continue, I would like to give the weather here in Columbus, Ohio. Here it is 51 degrees. It is currently clear, and the winds is east at, east at zero miles per hour, and the humidity is 29%. And then for Saturday, you know, it will be in the low 30s for this evening. So, you know, again, you know, we are here in honoring, you know, Miss Megan Williams for coming on to tell her story, her tragic story about what has happened to her, and to take that twisted lie and make it a truth. And so we're here for her to be heard on the Lordy Miss Clardy show. I would like to also bring another article uh, that's coming again out of the WBNS-TV article on deadly shooting may have stemmed from robbery. And this was on March the 13th, 2009. And, and they're talking here in this article about the circumstances surrounding a man's shooting death Thursday night on the city's south side remained under investigation. Police said Chad Ellis was shot in the back of the head on Ohio Avenue at about 11.30 p.m. 10 TV News reported, and a woman drove Ellis, who's 30, to the intersection of Ellsworth and Gates Avenue. Police said he was transported to Grant Hospital Center or Grant Medical Center where he died. Police said the shooting may have stemmed from a robbery. Investigators questioned the woman who drove Ellis from the shooting scene. The shooting remains under investigation, so stay tuned with 10TV News and 10TV.com for more information. And back to you, Brother Blondie. Well, you know, that story that you just uh, mentioned, Lordy, Miss uh, Clardy, how ironic 
that those two shootings happened the exact same night? Isn't that interesting? Yes, it did. I yes, mean, it which, did, and two people died. Which, you know, uh, uh, goes to uh, show you, look, we are at hard economic times. You know, these, these shootings are uh, uh, proof. Uh, uh, that uh, shooting on Cleveland Avenue. You know, all he got away with was 240 bucks. Isn't that something? I mean, you take take a man's life for uh, for, for that, and, and, and you know, on the the, the south side here, you you know, Ellsworth. Uh, uh, you know, it's 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 no secret. I I mean, all the shootings and all that's uh, gone. You 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 know, all the uh, a lot of these young folks, it, it, it just seems like they don't give a damn. But, you, you know, it's it's refreshing, though. Yes, yes. That, you know, I meet someone like Megan Williams. Because, you know, when I, when I first saw her last, uh, last Saturday, uh, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, I uh, spoke with her and all that. For for, for a very young 22-year-old, I mean, yeah. she, she is very well-mannered. I, uh, yes, sir. And no, a sir. Strong yes, young lady. ma'am. No, ma'am. That yes. you know that type thing, which yes. is uh, uh, rare in in uh, today's society. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I think that um, you know, again, it is an honor to finally meet people uh, that will stand up and speak up and speak out about those things that they have been victimized about, and you know, and I'm hoping that. You know, uh, having our guests on the show and giving them that chance to be heard to tell the truth about what has happened to Megan Williams, that, you know, that that will help to heal some of the wounds of what has been inflicted upon you from the truth being twisted. So, you know, I think that um, for at this time, you know, I want to turn this back over and, and hear more on what's going on, and just getting information on uh, the 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 uh, the people that were involved in in, in their uh, prison terms that they have received from this. I'm just going to read from this list, which talks about the the people that were involved in in hurting uh, uh, Megan Williams and 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 trying to kill her. So uh, the names of these. Uh, 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 we could say predators, uh, is Karen Burton, who was 46. She received 10 years on a hate crime charge and 2 to 10 years on each charges of assault during the commission of a felony and malicious assault and will be spending between 14 to 30 years in prison. Then there is Frankie Brewster, age 49, who was sentenced to 10 to 25 years in prison and was in prison for manslaughter, killing an 84-year-old woman for snoring. And Bobby Brewster, who is 24, was in prison for first-degree murder for killing his father over a fifth of liquor and killed two other people and buried, and buried them behind a trailer up on the top of a hill. And George Messer and Alicia Burton both received a maximum of 10 years flat. And, Daddy, uh, and Danny Combs, 20 years old, received six months probation but later received time in prison. I don't think it's enough time, being that these people were, you know, of Caucasian descent. 
you know, and that they could get off with something like this, uh, you know, that that left Megan uh, Williams in a, a feared state of mind for later in life, you know, and you can never, you know, uh, account for the time that she sits and and ponders day by day. That's all they get. This is what what I would be thinking. Wouldn't you be thinking that way, Miss Miss Williams? Yes. So you know, um, what would you like to see happen other than just this? Explain what it does to you to think that they could get. You know, uh, you know, because they can still receive probation within that period of time. Yeah. So, and you know, what would you, what would you, what would you like to see happen? And what is it doing to you that you know that they could receive parole and or pro- probation or whatever uh, in 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 sooner years than what they have gotten? Hmm. Did he tell you how much you know uh, that they could receive uh, a parole time if they make parole? You know uh, how would that lessen the sentence? Oh, whoa! That's not nearly enough time to uh, to uh, to uh, to recuperate from what has happened to you, let alone, you know, what it's going to do to you to think that if you have to face them again, you That's know. That's a damn shame. It sure is, you know, and I, you know, I, again, you know, we're going to keep a close eye and keep, you know, keep tabs on what is going on with you and to later to follow up, you know, for for more information on this. Brother Blondie, you have anything to say about this too? Uh, not only do I have a... Uh, something to say, but I want to make a statement to all of the. Uh, uh, I'm I'm going to personally make a statement to all of the uh, people who uh, did Megan Williams harm and is getting these uh, little small jail sentences. I personally hope that all of the inmates in your jail kicks your ass every single day of of your little years uh, doing jail time because what, what y'all have done to this woman is cruel, you vicious, you have no heart, but most important of all, y'all make me sick. Y'all do. These bastards getting off no time, no jail time. I, 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 I mean, 10, 10 years, 20, uh, 20 years. Had, 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 and like you said earlier, Lardy, Miss Clardy, had it been had it been a black person, had it been black folks, uh, six black folks uh, torturing, raping, and uh, uh, kidnapping a, a, a young white girl, They'd be a hangman somewhere. Ain't no telling. They probably he wouldn't even get. They wouldn't even get probably uh, 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 close to get to court. They'd be already terminated them before they got there. I mean, remember Emmett Till? They they hanged him for just whistling at a at a white woman. You know, um, you know, 
I want you to reiterate, you know, how this make you feel, uh, Megan, Miss Williams, about how it feels for you to think that they will get out of prison top six to one year, six to one years. You understand, six months to one year. You know, reiterate how that must make you feel if they get out on parole and, 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 and the tops that they can get to get on parole is six months to a year to get out of a, a sentence of 10 to 25 and 25, 30 years, whatever it is. You know, let, let the listeners know how you, how you what, what this does to you. How do you really feel? I mean, this is about real news from real people, and this is real talk. Well, it scares me to, uh, you know, just um, think that they're going to get out like that. I mean, to do something, you know, to do the same thing they, you know, to somebody else, mm. like they did to me. I mean, I don't want that to happen to anybody. What would you like to say to, you know, the young women that, you know, that perhaps may have to go through something like that? I mean, just um, for all y'all young women, especially 14 to 10 or um, up, just, you know, stay by your mom always because, you know, there are kidnappers out there. You know, I've seen them on TV a lot. And, you know, to see, um, you should, everybody should uh, watch crime TV because, you know, they're still looking for killers out there on the loose. And, you know, just people who have babies, please don't leave them in your cars because, you know, there are kidnappers out there. Don't trust anybody. Um, you know, Megan, you, you, you know, be, before I even thought about doing a story on, uh, on you, uh, I, I did a story on the other side of racial injustice. Uh, uh, you, you know, when I reopen it up, up on, uh, com, Lardy, Miss Clardy, I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm, I, I'm going to, uh, share the whole story, uh, but, about four years ago, in in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, it showed you how corrupt our judicial system are, especially with young black girls. Uh, a, a young black girl who was 11 years old at the time, uh, she was born with AIDS, was was gang raped uh, by by eight uh, by eight young boys. Uh, one one of them one of them's a forty year old man. What? Yeah. Wow. See. And, uh, so, so you know these you these, can't trust nobody. Uh, these, these type stories happen, but uh, uh, one of the things that uh, what has done me the most is, uh, you know, uh, you know the fact that. Women, you, you 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 know, for the longest time, Lardy Miss Cardi, you you never thought of a woman, you know, sexually assaulting or you you know setting up a rape and. I mean, now there's some that do. There are I mean, some yeah, stories but, on that now. Yeah, you know. but but I'm starting to hear more and more of this, and I'm starting to hear that it's always been common, but uh, just hasn't been broadcast as much as men. Men, right. And you're absolutely right about that because, uh, 
you know, there there need to be more publicity on such issues as just as much as women are uh, out there, you know, contemplating rape against men and boys and children and, and young teenagers and, and or killing, you know, uh, uh, the men or whatever, but it does need to be more out there to show that this is just not about just a sexist thing, that men are the only ones that are capable of doing such things. But as to say that is to say that at this particular time, in this particular story, you know that they were men and women, as I can see, that was involved in on this tragic issue dealing with, you know, Miss Williams. I mean, this is, this is you know, it, it, it needs to be brought to light that, you know, that just like men are capable, so are women, and that there should be stiffer penalties equal of that amount that men have when they do stuff like this. That's absolutely, I just have to say that, you know, again, you know, I, I cannot say how deeply saddened and hurt, and even though I have a laugh here and there, that's to keep me from crying because I'm a woman and have been through things and have daughters and, uh, and want to protect them. And Namara, Sister Namara, I want you to uh, see, you know, what solution would you have to this uh, to this epidemic that not only that happened to her, but to many young women that might have gone through this. What kind of solution do you think can be posed to stop something like this from happening? I think a, a woman is woman up to open her legs, get pregnant, should be woman up to take care of their child, keep them out the system, keep them out of Dr. Pierre's house, cannot trust nobody. If they don't care about themselves, maybe they don't care about your child. Mm-hmm. They're in for the money, they're not in for the love, support, or caring. I got five daughters. I took care of mine without the dads. It was God and me and my five daughters, and I got one grandbaby. And I got Megan and Shaylin, other female need help. I'm there. Um, uh, excuse me, uh, Megan, uh, you have something to say uh, p- pertaining Carmen Williams, uh, Please, uh, ma'am, do so. Uh, well, Carmen Williams, the one I was staying with my doctor mom, she spent all my money up and made me cash my checks and give her the money and told me to go buy a beer for her. She was never good for me. I'm scared of her. I mean, she called me retarded bitches and everything, called me whores, plus any kind of name, you know, she beat on me. She used to hang in bars and, you know, hang around crack addicts and everything. Mm-mm-mm. This is just just sad. This is just sad. You know, um, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, and uh, you know, to all the listeners that are out there, if you have a story, you know, uh, that has happened to you similar to this, whether male or female. I urge you to, if you want to get heard and you want the truth to get out and you want to stand up and speak up and speak out about it, this is the forum, the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show will receive you, and all you would have to do is send a bio and the subject of what it is that you want to talk about um, concerning that issue, 
and um, email us at, again, www.familiesandvictimsoffraud.com or email brotherblondie at hotmail.com. And, you know, again, when you hear this particular segment, give us a rating on this and, uh, and let us know how you think about this uh, particular segment that you are listening to. Um, and if there's anybody out there that's going through similar situations as this, this will be the talk show to come to to get it heard. And, um, I, you know, again, I'm just, you know, really, really sad about this. And that goes back to talk about the, the Chris Brown and the Rihanna uh, beat up. You know, the, uh, you know, now that, you know, was definitely a headliner just like your, just like your case, baby. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, here it is, a man beats a woman, you know, and then, and then, uh, now she don't want nothing to happen to him, and this is sending a signal to all of the young women that date out there and looking up to these celebrities, you know, uh, is saying to these young men and these young women that it's okay to beat the woman and it's okay to take your man back. You know, it's, it's, it's outrageous, and, and I think that, you know, they need to be careful what signals they're sending, you know, to our young youth and young women and men out here because they don't need to be shown that victimization, abuses, abuse, being in abusive relationships and things happening to them, you know, based upon, you know, love, what love got to do with it, you know? I mean, but... You, you know, speaking of the whole Chris Brown and Rihanna thing, one of the reasons why a lot of people are so outraged with the with Rihanna, you you know, taking Chris Brown back and all those type things, the top two excuses women use to stay in domestic violence relationships, Rihanna can't use them. You, 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 you know, one of the excuses I hear is the top two excuses. Well, he's my meal ticket. You know, I ain't got no job or I got nowhere else to go, so I got to stick with him. Well, Rihanna's rich. Chris Brown's rich. The other excuse they use, well, he's a great father to my kids and he don't hit them. He's And he's my baby father. You know, both of y'all rich. Both of y'all ain't got no kids. It's, it's, it's easier to move on and uh, uh, all those uh, type things. And I'm going to leave it at that. But getting back to Megan Williams, yeah. I, 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 I do have an interesting uh, uh, question that I want to ask, uh, ask you, and if you can answer it, please do so. Do you know whatever happened to your biological parents? Oh, they're a, a Excellent well, question. <laughs> I don't know my father, but um, my biological mom, she's on crack also. and She never raised me. My grandmother had to raise me. From a baby on it. And what happened to your grandmother? She passed away. Oh, and so you ain't uh, got no no support system. Uh-huh. I mean, so that's that's another issue. Um, you you, you know, um, Megan, I, I got to give you credit. You, you you know, my heart goes out to you. You you know, I I, I congratulate you for. Uh, uh, can continue to uh, stand up, speak up, and speak out 
against uh, those criminals who uh, did harm to you. And, and you know, for uh, Carmen Williams, you, you know, how, how could you do that to this uh, uh, poor, uh, poor lady? She she could have been a doctor, you know, a lawyer. Yes. I mean, but you but but you never know because you know you 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 didn't take the time out. And as uh, Sister Namar pointed out, uh, you know, with her sexy St. Patrick's Day hair. All right now. All <laughs> but, uh, right now. Uh, Here we go. I mean, but but but, but you know. Uh, <laughs> Lordy. Lord. Yeah, uh, <laughs> All right you know now. What I mean, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, but but you know the bottom line is is though you you, you know she she showed us she has shown a a lot of heart yes she has and uh, yes. this questions uh, you know for you and uh, uh, Sister Namar because we got uh, 15 more minutes left uh, what kind of legal action are you taking uh, are y'all taking right now it's got to be some type of lawsuit. Uh, pending. Yes, um, we're trying to um, get in contact with people in Logan County with a so-called ordeal happening in um, Beckley. They're happening um, in front of Carmen's house at 216 Stockton. And we're also trying to uh, get back straight down with Shayla Williams, where she is really um, mentally retarded and she should have no kids because she cannot take care of herself. Carmen took Shayla and just pushed her out on the street and let her fend for herself and her mind is it's not all like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shayla's mind is really messed up. And if Dr. Mom go adopt a kid and a child got MRDD and can't take care of herself, Dr. Mom must have had a child remain in the house and help that child or put it in the system if you want to take care of her. And her baby's dad, Cy Manny, um, used to make, make Shayla Williams go steal for drugs. Shayla Williams said he punched her and, and um, pushed her thumb up the baby in the head with his fist. Um, state of mind is really messed up. Uh, Sister Namar, I, I just have one question about side man. Is he paying child support? No, he paid child support. Her two kids is in the system at Children, uh, at Children Home Society in West Virginia, and I'm trying to get them to come to Ohio with my to Ohio or Megan Williams well, her own nieces. Yes. American, yes, I'm telling yes, you. Megan Williams is your own nieces in her custody because this yes. dad don't need it. I He's mean, a violent person. He do drugs too. I mean, you, you, uh, you know, Sister Namar. I mean, you, uh, you, you're a very uh, uh, c- courageous person. Yes, you for, are. For, you know, uh, uh, showing showing your heart out, and uh, you, you, you know, and as far as being a good Samaritan, uh, I'm sure Eddie Murphy will be proud of you right now. I'm sure that's right. <laughs> oh yeah. Good Samaritan, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but but you know, having uh, having said all those uh, all those things, uh, uh, Sister Namara, uh, what are your chances and what are your beliefs on there will finally be uh, justice uh, for uh, Megan Williams? I wish I get uh, the the real justice for Megan Williams for the six um, Caucasian and Willis. Carmen Williams and Matthew Williams um, has got to do with what happened to Megan. And Carmen Williams had called Shayla Williams to the house, and it's a lot more to it than people think it is. There's a lot more to it. And the people didn't know the truth what happened to Megan. A lot of stuff has said they have been done to her, have not been done to her. Mm-hmm. The location where it happened at, went the location. 
Carmen we just let Megan come to my house. My daughter asked, um, can Megan come to Columbus, Ohio? She said yes. And before she let uh, Megan we just leave the house, she told Megan, don't me go run in your mouth. And then she came pick Megan up three or four days later, and she told Megan Williams, what do you tell them? So I knew I off top because it went on with something fishy about that, the ordeal happened in West Virginia. Um, you, you know, for those, anyone who is in a situation like uh, Megan Williams, there is an organization uh, in the Hilliard that can, that can help someone like uh, Megan Williams. It is Rahab's Hideaway. That's right. The uh, founder is uh, Sister Marlene Carson. I've I've had her on my on our feature uh, uh, episode yes. dating back January 13th of this year. Uh, she is the director of Rahab's uh, Hideaway. You can uh, contact her uh, website at uh, www.rahabshideaway. That's R A H A B S hideaway.org I want to ask one last question before we go on to a break um, do you have a website that uh, that you know listeners or people that may listen to the segment may get on your website and 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 you know give a contribution or to learn more about these things that have happened with uh, uh, Megan Williams, you know, you know, since you are, you know, the chairperson for the Black Anti—excuse me, not the Black—you, you are part of the, <laughs> the collaborators for it, but the Black Panthers. Oh no, not this moment. But uh, on Megan, we should have my phone number. They can contact me and call me. And I can give them my my daughter's um, email. Well, that's fine too. Reiterate, how would they be able to get in contact with you? Uh, my phone number is 614-515-0981 or 614-556-1115. And, you know, it wouldn't hurt if you didn't. It wouldn't hurt if you would put up a website, you know, for uh, for this cause, you know, so that they can learn more about uh, Megan Williams. That's just a, you know, a, you know, an, you know, a piece of, uh, of advice, you know, to – you know, so people can see that, you know, this situation is a legit situation. Yes, uh, I'm going to set one up. Um, as soon as I get home tonight, have my daughter help me. And um, this is a lie. after Megan got tortured and raped and kidnapped in West Virginia, her doctor mom, Carmen Williams, also attacked her at Pizza Hut. And Megan Williams can tell you about that better than I can. I was working at Pizza Hut one day. Carmen Williams had came in. We were high and drunk, demanded some money from me. I had told her that she was not getting any of my money. So she comes through the crowd, pushing everybody out of her way, comes behind the counter, drags me by the head of my hair, pulls me to the floor, drags me out the door, across the parking lot, across the street, started kicking me and stopping me for no reason. And what did your coworkers do, Megan? They, they couldn't do anything but just, like, stay in there. And I had called the police. I had no witnesses. And when my um, new mom came down there to get me, I had witnesses. They gave what do you mean you had no witnesses? People had got cameras. They did. Ha- they have cameras. Um, the um, um, not coworker. What is uh, my manager had told my mom that uh, we did not have cameras. There was one back there by the freezer, and I asked him to play the tape, and he acted like he didn't have the tape. 
go ahead. Is there any more you want to say? Uh, no, just contact us and, and contact um, families and victims of fraud. Families and victims of fraud. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And so with that, uh, we're going to take a small break and then uh, have last remarks. We have now seven minutes left remaining, and we will be right back. Sounds of Missy Elliott, Missy Mr. Mina Elliott, Super Duper Fly. That's I Can't Stand the Rain. And uh, we got, uh, let's see. Last remarks, you know, that once, that you would like to have said. You know, you have, you know, one minute to, or two minutes to say what you need to say. And, you know, and, and take it from there. We'll take it from there. We have four minutes left remaining. Is there any last remarks? Well, yes, there is. Um, I just want uh, Carmen and her husband to be in jail. Well. Because the way that they treat me, um, her husband had hit me in the head with a glass CD case, and I had to have five stitches, and he did not to the police and said that he didn't do it. And um, I had the mark from where he had hit me. 
and um, he had went to jail. I guess Carbon had got him out, or either he um, did a plea bargain or something and got out on some kind of reason. I don't know, but um, they both need to be in jail. Well, with that, I want to say, Sister Namara and Megan, we want to thank you for coming on to this show and standing up and speaking out on the issues of the twisted ordeal that they have used to lie about that you guys had to come forth and bring the, bring the truth. I am very pleased and honored to have had you on the Lardy Miss Clardy show. And with that, I want to turn it back over to um, Brother Blondie, which is the host. I want to thank you for coming and, and sharing your testimony and story. Thank you very much, both of you. You're welcome. Well, for those who are tuned in from Columbus, Ohio, if you're interested in getting educated more about law or want to know more about your rights, the People's Law School makes learning about law easy. The cost is free. The People's Law School is holding sessions presented by Sanctuary Law Institute of Ohio every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Trinity United Church of Christ at 1180 Shaney Drive on the corner of Mays and Shaney Drive in Columbus. The sessions are free to the public. You don't need prior knowledge or experience about law. There will be a broad range of topics discussed, such as civil lawsuits, consumer protection, bankruptcy law, etc. If you are interested in free legal education, to register, please contact Sanctuary Law Institute of Ohio at 614-224-1133. That's 614-224-1133. Or log on spiritcare at yahoo.com. I want to thank uh, Sister Namara Cigar. Sister Megan Williams coming on the uh, Lardy Miss Quality Blog Talk Radio Show. I'm glad that we back on uh, live. This is Brother Blondie saying so long and have a good night. And this is Lardy Miss Clardy saying thank you, listeners, for listening to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show.
Cincinnati, Los Angeles, Mr. Harlem, Twitch, Charlie, Chuck, Dillard, Red, the Amazon, talking, don't even know the meaning of my life. Ain't seen a singing, you dream of flooding, scenery with Yale and greenery, bustin' now. You sickin' them with the heavy machinery, wonder how. You lift it up, you only 17, and like everybody, he wanna sign. Young brothers on a grind, holding something in his spine, rollin' for Columbine. Stuck to me how it's all about a dollar sign. Think the way you out of line, out of sight and out of mind. Up to just the clock and damn near out of time. The tipping point is a rock, and that's the bottom line. So all my people's the stars, and sometimes it's time to get them up high. Jumbo, go on, star. Get down, y'all. Little ladies in the house, the crowd is yours. You got the rules, rules, rules down the court. High, lift them up high. Okay, go on, star. Get down, y'all. Seven ladies in the house, the crowd is yours. You got the rules, rules, rules down the court.